0: Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's our weekly compendium of your questions, and your questions can come to us via questions at drhoffman.net. That's questions at drhoffman.net. We encourage your questions. We've got uh, our mailbag to address. With me today is our nutritionist in residence, Layla Mutant. How you doing, Layla?
1: Okay, Dr. Hoffman, how are you? And
0: that's why we call her a QA and a with Layla, <laughs> naturally enough. So uh, here we are, uh, poised to begin the holidays. It's upon us. Uh, yeah. Hanukkah has begun. Uh, the lights uh-huh. are up, and uh, pretty soon it will be Christmas. And then it'll be New Year's. It's kind of. Yes.
1: And they both fall on a weekend. Yeah.
0: This year. Which, uh, you
1: know. I don't remember the last, I don't remember the last time that happened.
0: Which knocks out my radio program, uh, both times. Ah. Because, and usually I I sometimes broadcast during the holidays, but, you know, because my radio program, uh, my live program on Saturdays is going to be on Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, I decided. Yeah. Yeah, that'd make a lot of sense. Well, so I'm going to take a little break and mm-hmm. you know run around and do some stuff in the city and with family and maybe take a trip out to uh, the uh, the uh, exurbs of New York to enjoy uh, you know possibly a, a white Christmas. Looks like a little precipitation is headed our way, but not in Manhattan. Maybe uh, outside of New York. Sure. Uh, what about you, Layla? Uh,
1: pretty much staying in town.
0: Hunker down, do yeah, some good cooking, down. and
1: do some cooking, do some restaurants. All right, yeah.
0: Well, I sort of had my my pre-holidays in Lithuania, mm-hmm. and it was very Christmasy there. So I kind of had my fill of uh, Christmas and snow, and you know, I had my white Christmas already. By I, yeah. I just had to travel, you know, seven time zones it's to so get there. Pretty. Yeah, it, it is very pretty there. Uh, so those of you who are uh, followers of my personal site, not my. Professional site, you know, you can see a lot of pictures of Lithuania if you friend me and uh, or uh, follow me at my personal site, Ronald Hoffman. Okay, so uh, this week, you know, before we get to questions, mm-hmm. um, everybody seems to be getting COVID. You know, I just I was on oh. a Zoom call uh-huh. for the uh, American Nutrition Association, mm-hmm. and the person on the Zoom call uh, said that she had COVID. Yeah. And then, uh, it was in preparation for another Zoom call that we did this week. Mm-hmm. And the other person on the Zoom call got COVID. And now you can't catch COVID from a Zoom call, but it <laughs> <laughs> this, being on that Zoom call uh, was associated with this person uh, getting COVID, the, you know, the next uh-huh. week. So she couldn't be on the subsequent Zoom call. The other person was better. Uh, but one of our good colleagues, uh, is Ended up in Lenox Hill Hospital with COVID. Oh, no. uh, but uh, she has been released. She seems to be doing okay. She had to get a little more extra care. Wow. Uh, she got... Uh, We're
1: supposed to have a brutal cold and flu season.
0: Yeah. There's, I don't know. There's, there's something happening here. What it isn't exactly clear. Yeah. But uh, I will say this. That it really is getting to the point where people are losing confidence in the pronunciate, the pronouncements of the CDC and the exhortations to take the vaccine because they're discovering that with or without the vaccine, they're, uh, getting, they're getting, they're getting sick. Yeah. And there's a reason for it. And I'll, I'll share that with you. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes to us from an article that we just published, uh, last week. Uh, actually, it's a pre publication. So mm-hmm. it hasn't been peer reviewed, but the, you know, that's the way of, of COVID because things are happening so fast that things are getting published without the usual round of extensive peer review and critique. Yeah. And it's almost like an emergency. It's
1: happening in the moment.
0: Yeah, it's like an emergency um, uh, bulletin kind of thing, science bulletin. And it's entitled, bear with me,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Alarming Antibody Evasion Properties of Rising SARS-CoV-2 BQ and XBB Subvariants. Okay, so we've had now uh, the Omicron, and then we've had the it Omicron like BA-5, <laughs> and now we've got the BQ okay, and the XBB.
1: And where's 3CPO? Uh, pardon me? And RDD2? T- <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, really, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, they're, you know, they're just running out of letter combinations here. Yeah. But um, what they're saying here mm-hmm. is that... BQ1, BQ1.1, which is a, that's a variant of BQ1, is a point, you know, it's like the second iteration of, you know, of mm-hmm. BQ1. XBB and XBB.1 are the most resistant SARS-CoV variants to date. So what they do is they take the virus and then they treat it with serum from people who are either vaccinated Mm-hmm. Or they treat it with um, uh, some of these monoclonal antibodies. Uh. That these things, which did seem to work in the beginning, they don't work anymore. And the same thing with the uh, the neutralization that's achieved, even with the bivalent vaccine. Mm. So, they say all clinical monoclonal antibodies were rendered inactive against these variants. The monoclonal antibodies don't work anymore. Wow. These infusions that you could get. They set up infusion centers, you know, across the country that you could get like, an early intervention.
1: Yes, yes, Those yes, yes. don't yes.
0: work against the new variants. Mm. Um, I see a lot of Chinese names here uh, with some Western collaborators. Um, uh-huh. I think David Ho has a Chinese name, but he's a Western guy. Um I'm not sure whether this is data out of China, and China is in a, in a world of pain because yeah. they almost had a breakdown of civil society and their uh, economy and a revolutionary because they were just it,
1: abusing
0: abusing the people, the people had enough, and even in that authoritarian regime, they said, we got to chill on this zero COVID policy. Mm-hmm. So they opened things up, and now they're getting walloped with COVID. Uh so the lockdowns
1: didn't help. It only made things. It only
0: worse. delayed the inevitable. I mean, talk yep. about you know, flatten the curve. Okay, flatten, 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 and then let go, and then boom, because yeah. people don't have natural immunity. Yes. Uh and yes. you know, even natural immunity as I discovered a couple of weeks ago is not permanent because mm-hmm. I had it in twenty twenty, you know, and then it had another variant less yeah. severe in twenty twenty two. So um, what they're saying here is uh, titers against BQ and XBB subvariants were lower by 13 to 81-fold. Wow. So that, that's like complete obliteration of any efficacy of the uh, neutralization uh, from, uh, from, the, from the vaccines. They yeah. say that zero from vac- vaccinees and even infected people Mm-hmm. was markedly impaired. So people, you know, natural immunity... So
1: it's the end of the world?
0: Well, <laughs> no. So let me point out that for I see, you know, I follow Twitter, and I know that you are you are really good about keeping your nose out of these, these like...
1: Out of toxic social media? Exactly. Oh, yeah.
0: doom, doom scrolling. But I yeah. use it to gather information. From,
1: from From the, what did you call them? The...
0: Covidians, COVIDians thank and you. there is a species of humans uh, who I call Covidians, uh-huh. and they are absolutely in a dither about this, and so they're 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 really upset that we have abandoned our uh, precautions, yeah. that we seem to be oblivious to the danger of COVID. That, uh, they can't. That we're not
1: wearing three masks. That
0: they are not making kids wear masks. Yeah. Uh, they're all talking about homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't want their kids to be exposed at school. They don't want to go anywhere. Uh, they want, they, they would just as soon have lockdowns again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's excessive. And totally. it, it, and I think it's a terrible mindset, but I think it's also a born of the mass hysteria that we've created around this. Yeah. Because, there have been more serious disease scourges uh, than this in human history, mm-hmm. and especially now that uh, that uh, uh, Omicron is, is is milder. And by the way, this doesn't speak to the severity of it. It just means that you're going to get it.
1: Right. It doesn't right. mean
0: that you know it's more it's more fatal or more likely to cause.
1: No, But just the fact that it is it yeah. exists. It's there's a lot of drama. It's a there's
0: it. an ick factor around this. Yes. 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 Uh, so. Uh, you know, what What I'm saying here is there's a virtual inevitability that this will cycle around and that we'll all get it. Yeah. And, but, you know, but, but hopefully without disastrous consequences. And, you know, let's not minimize the possibility that some people will develop long COVID. Sure. Some people who are very immunosuppressed, it may be the, the coup de grace that sure. puts them into a death spiral. Absolutely. You know?
1: People will also die of the flu.
0: People, as they have
1: as they have in time
0: immemorial. Yes I mean they, there's an old saying pneumonia, the old man's friend. yeah that was a term that was made up before antibiotics, the advent of antibiotics uh-huh. is that when you were debilitated and old, pneumonia would dispatch you in a relatively uh, you know non agonizing way. Mm. you know it would just be that final coup de grâce. Yeah. You know, to put a capstone on your life.
1: Yeah. I'm just wondering, are we going to c- continue hearing about variants and variants and variants a year from today?
0: I think they'll continue studying it. Sure. But I think the practical import of this is, um, and you know, what's emerging is that uh, although the booster, um, you know, booster's not very effective, and there's a Small degree of serious side effects from the booster, uh, among which yeah. in a study that I recounted on my radio program uh, is something called POTS, uh, postural mm-hmm. orthostatic tachycardia syndrome, which mm-hmm. is sort of a weak and dizzy syndrome. It's very agonizing uh, for people who have it. Now, let's point out that COVID itself causes POTS at five times the rate that the vaccine causes POTS. Wow. But it would stand to reason that the vaccine could cause POTS because if COVID causes POTS and you're getting a little case of COVID when you get the vaccine, the vaccine runs the risk of creating POTS.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, But the difference is that uh, COVID is an inevitability and the vaccine is elective. It's something that you decide to take or not take. And Mm -hmm. if you take it in the vain hope of preventing COVID, which it's not very good at doing, and you run the risk of serious side effects. My, as I might have mentioned to you, my guide, uh, when I was in Lithuania, who mm-hmm. toured us around, oh, she casually mentioned while she was in the car, she said, Oh, yeah, I, the booster, I had a terrible time with that. I got a stroke. Within a week, she had a stroke. And she does not have risk factors for a stroke. She does not have hypertension. She does not have high cholesterol. So the
1: clotting thing is, it hurdles
0: your blood. And we know that this, there, there is a uh, thrombotic effect or a blood uh, clotting effect of both covid and the vaccine you know
1: i wonder if it wouldn't be good advice then for those whether they you know got covid or get the vaccine or got the vaccine that they should take some natokinase or yeah very nice some idea that's a great or, idea yeah. Yeah. something like that
0: that's sort of like a, a prophylactic thing yeah. like you're going you know, to and you know perhaps take quercetin or some of the things yeah. that mitigate the severity of uh, covid reactions mm-hmm. um, yeah Great idea. You know, maybe even, maybe even take a baby aspirin, you know?
1: Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, take it on a full stomach, please. Yeah. But take it, yeah.
0: That, that as a precaution. So, mm-hmm. I mean, but nobody said anything. And they, I, they're so obsolete, these recommendations. Like, I keep seeing things on social media and, and, you know, TV ads, like, you know, your best protection is to take the booster.
1: Oh my goodness. I see that on TV a lot. I'm like, wait a minute. Is it still 2020? Right. Honestly, what's going on? It's here? like
0: a broken record. It's yeah. like you know, and and here's the other thing: is a very small uptake of the vaccine, mm-hmm. uh, and they, they they bought like 120 million doses, and I think they've only managed to uh, sell like 15 or 20. Of course, they're free, but yeah, people don't even want them anymore. Yeah, people have lost confidence. True, sure. and rightly so. Sure. Rightly so. I mean, sure, uh, there's a lot of people who are recanting of their pro-vaccine stances. Uh, I'm that seeing I'm that seeing a lot that.
1: Now. Yeah.
0: Um There's revelations that, of course, the uh, questioning the vaccine was very actively suppressed on, especially Twitter. But we don't even know there'd be no revelations about Facebook or any of these others. Yeah. Uh, I posted something very mild and innocuous on Facebook the other day, and I got one of those like uh, notifications, like oh, consult yes. the CDC website for the latest vaccine information, like as a corrective to my. Mm-hmm. My truthful post, which I, I think I, I posted something about the, la- some, the latest scientific study and mm-hmm. immediately was like, mm, you, you know, w- your w- head. warning. Um, yeah. so, uh, not a very happy chapter for public health, and what it's also yeah. doing is it, it's undermining people's confidence in routine vaccines. Sure, you know you're going to see like an uptick in, in old diseases like you know polio, measles, mm-hmm. um, things like that that had been relatively vanquished because I think people are becoming suspicious of vaccines. Yeah, and the, some of the most vociferous critics mm-hmm. of the COVID vaccine. They are, they're okay with all these other vaccines. They're not, like, cross the board against vaccines. Now, you got RFK Jr., Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Right. He's, like, very anti-vaccine, no matter almost. He hasn't met a vaccine that he likes.
1: Yeah.
0: By the way, another uh, vaccine that causes POTS somewhat frequently is the Gardasil. The,
1: the Gardasil vaccine. The vaccine that we we've give seen, to young girls. We've actually seen a few cases.
0: Debilitating. Debilitating yeah. POTS. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's really something, uh,
0: but maybe not some of the other things, right? You know? Right,
1: right, 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 right. I think uh, people who are uh, against the COVID vaccine, but not the others, or this emergency use authorization, not enough has been studied. It takes what five, ten years to get a vaccine on the market. That's not the case. And how do we know? How do we know it's not been studied enough? Is it? But you know, here we are.
0: Yeah, we're into we sort of the the aftermarket studies. Mm-hmm. Where often drugs that are approved, you know, within years they're withdrawn because they find that side effects that they didn't envision in the initial studies or were hidden or concealed Mm -hmm. uh, due to, frankly, some degree of dishonesty. Yeah. um, Or maybe not. They just were too small a sample, too short a time, and then it took years for these side effects to emerge.
1: We have to insist on informed consent, no matter what. Right. And, and, and transparency, yeah. You know. And transparency, they just, absolutely. They just
0: figured that casting any aspersions on the vaccine would prevent us from reaching zero COVID, which was unattainable anyway. It's
1: unattainable. Yeah. yeah. Which forces us to look differently at virus, but that's a whole other rabbit hole. Right. That we won't get into. Well,
0: here. <laughs> good segue because uh, yes. it enables me to uh, promote Mm-hmm. Something that, uh, you know, especially you have a little more time on your hands during the holidays, I get my special report, which I wrote during the, you know, the crisis days of COVID. Yeah. Uh, and I make it available to you uh, on a free basis. Uh, it's called Immunity Reset, a personalized plan to pandemic-proof your body and build resilience for a long, healthy life. Just go to com. It's a free resource there. Click on the Read drop-down menu and then click Immunity Reset. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so that's, that's that with mm-hmm. this sort of dismal state of affairs. Um, but, uh, let's pause now and allow one of our sponsors this opportunity to share some important information with you. So here goes. Our lifespan is increasing, but what about our health span? The portion of our lives in which we're healthy. Extend your health span with SRW. Science Research Wellness. SRW is a nutraceutical company that curates the latest science and research to formulate supplements designed to support the structure, function, and processes within our cells that change with age. SRW's cell range line, cell 1, cell 2, and cell 3, constitute the complete cellular system range which supports the nine areas of the cell that change with age, the nine hallmarks of aging. SRW's carefully selected cutting-edge ingredients and formulations support the aging process in a way that previous generations have not had access to. Learn more about the science behind SRW, the nine hallmarks of aging, and how you can find out your biological age by going to srw.co. That's srw.co. SRW, the science of aging well. srw.co. Thanks for listening, and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They are what make Intelligent Medicine a continuing free resource to you, and we thank them in 20, 2022, and uh, the vast majority of them will go on to support our efforts in 2023, and it's a great collaboration because uh, I really believe in the supplements and products that we talk about here on Intelligent Medicine, so I'm happy to pass them along to you, and I don't think it's too onerous to get an occasional informational message About them. So, here goes. What's our first question?
1: Oh, well, and this is now, we've had several questions about this. This comes from Paula. Uh, Dear Dr. Hoffman, what say you, what are your thoughts about the latest news? Lead and cadmium could be in your dark chocolate, according to Consumer Reports. I'd appreciate your thoughts on this, and I'm sure a lot of listeners would as well. Uh, that they found, and I've looked at the, I've looked at the report. You did. And the different brands.
0: Is it free or is it a, behind a paywall?
1: No, it, it was free. The link, this link. Okay. so free. Thank you, Paula, for sending it. Because
0: some of the Consumer Reports things are behind paywalls.
1: That's true. That's yeah. true. So, uh, yeah, it, it's various brands of chocolate. Some of them are even organic. Right. Which is interesting. Right. But, um, Paula wants to know, what about the Flava Naturals product well, that we like so much? I, you know, I, I, I mean,
0: quite honestly, I haven't had a chance to address this particular report yeah. uh, with the folks at Flava Naturals. Mm-hmm. But I will when we, because we'll probably talk to them again because we'll talk about the latest studies on cocoa and, you know, what their, their position is on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they do extensive testing on the product for purity because some uh, cocoa extraction methods are kind of high in chemical
1: yes. content. Yeah. You
0: know, and so some of the poor quality chocolates you get may be contaminated with chemicals. Mm-hmm. They test for that. I presume they also test for heavy metals when they do that. Mm-hmm. And they one of the nice things they do is they test for the flavanol content of the cocoa, because that varies from season to season, from crop to crop. Okay. Uh, so they... Apparently, have found a very high flavanol source mm-hmm. that they continually test because how do they know that the suppliers at the end of the supply chain maybe not sneaking in some mm-hmm. less, some inferior quality cocoa, you know, just to meet the quota of, of their uh, deliveries? Yeah. So I, the answer is I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't just. I mean, it hasn't changed my habits of cocoa consumption. I think
1: it's a great product. I think it tastes good. I enjoy it.
0: Yeah. I. I what I do is I take a scoop. And add it to my, uh, you know, my decaf cools off after a while in the pot. And then I heat it up and mix it in with the... Uh-huh. And I make a mocha kind nice. of thing. nice. And it's very really, nice. I think it's like, very energizing. Yeah. I try to do that like sometimes before a broadcast, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when I do my live show. Or when I have, uh, you know, a meeting or something like that. Yeah. Just to kind of like get me mentally focused.
1: I also want to remind everyone that if you take every morsel of food and send it for study, you're going to find some contaminants Mm -hmm. there. I'm talking foods like oranges Mm -hmm. and apples and rice, brown rice, and uh, there's all kinds of things. We will always find something. We're living in this world, the soil is contaminated, and even in organic products, because those organic crops, everything, they live next door, too, the commercial well, it, it could markets, be, it and could there's be, also runoff.
0: It could be contamination anywhere. from industry, but it sure. could also be the natural content of lead sure. and or cadmium in the soil. Yeah. And if you eat
1: sunflowers, you may get a whole lot of arsenic, Because they're bioaccumulators.
0: They're bioaccumulators. They
1: bioaccum- exactly.
0: They, they tend to suck some minerals out of the soil. Right. You know,
1: right.
0: Which is actually you know good because they can de- decontaminate the soil. Yeah. But then when we eat their products, we get a little bit of that. Now, mm-hmm. uh, the other thing is... When I see studies like that, I wonder, like, by whose standards are the lead and cadmium high? Because if they use California standards...
1: According to California, everything causes cancer. Everything causes
0: cancer. But per what you just said, everything causes cancer, there was a study by a a very uh, famous guy. His name is Dr. Ioannidis. And he's famous for uh, the headline, Study of Studies... Finds all studies are wrong.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and so he did. John
1: Ioannidis. St- yeah. yeah. He's,
0: he's sort of a, a the philosophy of science kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And he also did a study which said, which looked at, like, I think, 300 different things, like common foods, common, you know, virtually everything in the sun that you consume. Yeah. And found that everything at, at some level can cause cancer. Sure. According to a study,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which may or may not be, you know, the ultimate veracity, yeah. you know, so you can you can find a study which impugns virtually anything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but you know that is concerning, and yeah. I guess the the take home is
1: don't eat that much chocolate, exactly, uh,
0: especially the brands that are fingered by consumer lab, but But in small amounts, I don't think it's a big problem.
1: Right, right. There's another way to look at this, too. You want to make sure that you're in in good health, in optimal health, you want to make sure your detox pathways Mm. are working well. You know, we have immune systems, we have detox pathways that help us to rid of all of this and its excess. So, you know, we we have to kind of be a little self-reliant. Right, and it's
0: also a cumulative effect. I think that uh, you know when you're bombarded with toxins from a variety of sources, yeah, they have an additive effect. Right. So, for example, uh, 3M mm-hmm. has announced that it's phasing out forever chemicals, the PFAS, yes, uh, that is responsible for declining sperm counts and among other. Things, right? Uh, you know, polyfluorinated alkylated mm-hmm. substances. I think it stands for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's the, you know, alkylated, you know, fluorinated alkyl compounds.
1: Yes, right. yeah, I forget what. Yeah, it, but exactly it's, what it's. These are, yeah,
0: you know, gender benders and carcinogens, exactly. and you know, exactly. Yeah. You know, so, uh, I mean, ho- hopefully, we're going to make some progress towards cleaning up our. environment yeah you know and whether or not you subscribe to um, you know the climate change or the global warming thing is is that efforts to reduce pollution I think Mm -hmm. are warranted in any case Mm -hmm. you know so the best case is you know dirty fuels let's get rid of them let's get rid of dirty chemicals let's
1: let's get rid of dirty chemicals and you know there are things we need to control the controllables Look in your immediate environment. I'm writing something about this for the new year oh, in, in our Intelligent Medicine newsletter. About, you know, yes, you're worried you're cons- the, the food you're consuming, additives, emulsifiers, sugar, refined flour, all that. Well, check your moisturizer and your personal grooming products. Product. You're going to find the gender benders there. You're going to find the parabens and the phthalates and the bisphenol A's and all mm-hmm. those other kinds of things. That antibacterial soap that everybody insists on using in those hand sanitizers, you are wreaking havoc with your skin's microbiome, and you're creating antibiotic resistance using those antibacterial soaps, and the triclosan that's in those antibacterial soaps are a known carcinogen. You know, we can... We can control what in on our immediate environment. Right, our choice matters. And not only like that, but it
0: sends a signal, you know, that it's uh, we're we're voting with our dollars. Yes, because we're not voting to subsidize an industry that is causing widespread toxicity and is harming right. us. So we're we're trying to get off the grid. Yeah. of those types of products. Now yeah. it's virtually impossible to completely go off the grid because mm-hmm. you know the 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 very you know. Uh, products that we use or, you know, our, our clothing or, you know, furniture or things like that. I mean, exactly. contribute to it, but.
1: Exactly. Like people are also concerned about aluminum, aluminum pots and pans or aluminums that are being used in vaccines that used to contain mercury. Well, your biggest source of aluminum is in an- antiperspirant. Mm-hmm. It just is. Mm-hmm. So until you've stopped using that, <laughs> you know, don't worry about it. It's all this. It's, it's. We have to take everything into consideration.
0: Yeah, I use a natural I use homes. a natural uh, antiperspirant, you know, yeah. uh, thing. And, and and it's great. But yeah. I, I when I traveled, I, I got like one of those little things that, you know, fits on the, on a plane, you know, it like meets the requirements oh, right. Uh, it's that you like take a little off. like right. a travel thing. Yeah. And and I use it and it, what I realized is that, you know, I slather the stuff on and, you know, I take my shirt off at, you know, after a day and it's this filmy thing is still there. Yeah.
1: And it's th- blocking up so, your roots of detox.
0: <laughs> so then I take a, I take a shower and I try to get this scrum off my, you know, yeah. underarms. And it's like really tenacious. And yeah. I'm thinking,
1: it takes that several can't washes. be good. No, it can't be good. And that's what's in antiperspirant.
0: Okay. Oh
1: my gosh. I, I will share a story. I And I haven't worn antiperspirant in... It's been a few decades, but I did on my wedding day in 2012. Well,
0: you're right. That's that's But you know
1: what I remember about my wedding day, besides the beautiful day that it was? My armpits were screaming at me. Oh. Let me out. Oh. Let me out. What's going on here? (laughs) What's blocked? And it was the strangest sensation. I said, oh, wow, I can't wait to get home and shower.
0: Well, that is so romantic. That Um, is really, yeah. (laughs) It's like.
1: Oh, my gosh. But I wore it on my wedding day, and it was like, I shouldn't have done it.
0: (laughs) You were the perspiring bride. Oh, my gosh. No, I wasn't.
1: But it's like my armpits were screaming at me like something is wrong here. Very strange. Very strange sensation. But there it is. Okay. So. All right. So
0: (laughs) (laughs) after trading gross anecdotes. Uh, well, okay, we're going to break because yes. that's enough for this segment. And in part two, give us a preview of what questions we're going to tackle.
1: Oh, nicotinamide riboside and that is It's mouse. in the crosshairs. In the it's crosshairs. in the crosshairs. Okay. We've got to talk about it.
0: Okay, we'll, yeah. we'll address that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. When we return, more of today's Q&A with Layla. This is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast.